whole purpose I've come to know that the whole purpose of the Western medicine satanic ritual of birthing is to be able to introduce your chakra system to a demonic being who also stays with you through your whole life here. But just like everything that the Satanists do here is a mimicry of the creator. So the creator sends us here with our own guardian angel. You've seen it in the cartoons since you're a kid, right? Our own guardian angel on one shoulder. And then through the satanic abuse of being born here, we're introduced to this demonic being who is also with you through your whole life. And then that's hence why this place has become so dualistic. Well, the, the males, not- the males deal with a lot more trauma than females do. I mean, with that procedure, a lot of people are, are, not not only not wanting to do the procedure anymore, but if they do, they want the, the little ones to be under anesthesia so they don't feel it. I think that's yeah. probably making a difference. If you've been paying attention, you know the global economy is transforming. The BRICS nations want to see the end of the dollar reserve currency, and many countries are joining their effort. The Western banking system is the most fragile it's been since 2008. The highly respected Weiss Research Group accurately provided advance warning on which banks are gonna fail with 99.3% accuracy after the 2008 crisis. They are now predicting that a whopping 4,243 banks are vulnerable to failure and 1,210 of those banks face imminent failure. When this situation comes to pass, it will dwarf the 2008 banking crisis. The only asset that has historically weathered a storm this severe has been precious metals. It has never been a better time to buy gold and silver to protect your family. Contact Miles Franklin at info at milesfranklin.com. Tell them Sarah sent me and you will get the best service and the best prices on gold and silver in the country. That is a guarantee from them to me. Remember, info at milesfranklin.com. Tell them Sarah sent me. Do this now to protect your assets and the ones you love. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have John and Bonnie Mitchell coming to the program. They reached out to me and said, Sarah, we're the ones that found the frequencies in that Obama movie on Netflix. And there's so much more to talk about. And so I reached out to them and said, yeah, I want to talk to these guys. I want to understand what it is, how they get these frequencies, how all that happened. And then you know, I learned a lot about them through this process that they've been doing this research for years. I'm going to warn you, some of the stuff is outside of your Overton window. People that don't know, Overton window is some, is the window in which you think things are plausible or that you can understand. The Overton window has shifted quite a bit since COVID, but for a lot of people, what they're going to talk about is still a little bit outside of your Overton window. So what I'm going to do is invite you to just take it in. You might not agree and believe a lot of stuff they're saying. So instead of just triggering and saying, these guys are full of crap, I don't want to listen to them. I want to welcome you to listen to it and then do some research on it and say, okay, where are they? Where does it fit my narrative? And where does it not fit my worldview? And we need just more people questioning and looking into things. One of the very interesting things we talked about is the Dyson die that is above top secret that allowed people to see energy and frequencies. That is an extremely interesting segment. It's it's really pertinent because we're able, with this dye, we're able to see things that our normal eye can't see. And that exposes you to so much more. Our whole worldview would change if we could see see things that our naked eye can't see. That opens you up to the energies and these other dimensions that these energy beings come from it's so out there if you haven't thought about it yet but there's there's scientific fact and scientific research and evidence to show that this stuff really exists and that is important and it's important that we instead of just ignoring it and triggering and saying these people are full of crap we we welcome these questions and then we go do our own research we need a heck of a lot more people doing this so that we can make sense out of all this have wisdom and come to solutions that's what i'm always about how do we have solutions on all this stuff so anyways, this is a really interesting conversation before i get into that i want to remind you about marjorie's seminar marjorie wildcraft and you can go to sarah's backyardfarm.com she teaches you how to plant and grow your own food and she says it doesn't matter how old you are how ignorant you are you have no land you can be living in an apartment she teaches all of you with the resources that you have how to grow nutritional food because a lot of the food that's coming out in the supermarkets and elsewhere 
aren't as nutritious. And she has 36 different experts. It's all free, the seminar. And you can go watch it. Sarah's backyardfarm.com. Sign up for the free seminar. Watch it. Of course, she sells something at the end. It's up to you on whether you want to buy it or not. But there's so much good information. So I highly recommend that you go check that out, especially with what's coming. We don't know with food insecurity, with the lack of nutrients in our food. It's just so good for you to start figuring out how to grow and develop your own food. I had people tell me that they are came from a farming background. They're really into developing their own food. They watched Marjorie's seminar and learned a ton and actually bought the additional information at the end, even though that was their whole life doing, doing food. And they learned some tips and some tricks and things that they can benefit from. So I'm sure you can benefit too. Okay, Sarah's backyardfarm.com. And I also want to tell you that this is pretty long. This show is going to be long. So for my Substack members, I am putting the last part of this interview for paying members of my Substack. You can also get a seven-day free trial. I always give away free trials. There's ways that you can watch this if you can't afford it. So make sure that you contact me if you can't afford it. Otherwise, there's a seven-day free trial. And I also welcome you to support my work. So you will see other exclusives. You'll see free PDFs. I always am publishing books and other things on my Substack, free for subscribers. So please go there. You can sign up for my newsletter at sarahwestall.com. Signing up for my newsletter will also sign you up for my Substack newsletter. Otherwise, you can go straight to sarahwestall.substack.com. Okay, let's get into this really interesting conversation. And it's interesting. It's out there with Bonnie and John Mitchell. Hi, John and Bonnie. Thank you so much for joining the program. Thanks, Hi, Sarah. Sarah. Thanks for having us. Good to meet you. Well, I am excited to talk to you because you were the ones that found the frequencies in the movie, which I have not watched yet. I've heard it's actually kind of a good predictive programming. But once I learned there was frequencies in it, I just, gosh, I don't know if I want to subject myself to it. But can I, I, I want to ask you a few things. First, you know, Sherry Edwards, I had her look at it and she found that what the frequencies were doing. It was giving people headaches and other things. But, and so yes. it, she found it too. In, but was it, she said she couldn't determine if it was in the Netflix copy or not because the soundtracks are mixed and there's no way for her to tell. Is, yeah. is it in the Netflix version that's online or is it just in a bootleg copy? I mean, is it in the, the one that's up there? Yeah, it's in all of the audio. What the only difference is is what what we discovered was something that was meant to be discovered. The uh, the video folder that I acquired not only had the full uh, DD 5.1 surround sound audio, so it shows you the front speaker track, the back speaker track with the two channels on each, plus the center and the uh, what would be the subwoofer somebody this is pre-mastered a copy and somebody leaked that out and not only then later and of course in both of our part one and part two we discussed this it was later after we made the discovery of the infrasound and the uh also the um in the other the the ultrasound in the other track uh then i just happened to go back and look in the folder and sure enough, there was just this dot wave file, an audio file in that folder. I was like, wow, that's curious. And then I clicked on it. And it, so not only did the whoever leaked this out want everybody to see that there's this infrasound in there, that's hence the separated tracks like that, which you never find when you when you download um, movie files. It's always an, it, generally an MP4, but it can be MKV or it can be um, uh, every once in a while an AVI file. But always when you open that up, it'll be a video track and then a right and left channel track for audio only. 100% of the time after watching this for do, doing this sort of work, we'll, we'll take a movie file like that and cut it up and try to make a movie or a video showing people different rituals and things that they're they're doing. So we're very familiar. And so this this particular file that I acquired had the 5.1 not mastered into the single track, but had that open. And the separate WAV file, when I opened that up in Audacity, it was 
the first time in the movie when they blast everybody in the movie with the, uh, it, the as the storyline goes with this acoustic weapon, it's an actual acoustic weapon they're using. And so somebody wanted us to see that. But it's called heterodyning when you squeeze all of those frequencies together into just a right and left channel. And that's how you would find it. I also tried uh, finding other various files like in 720 and from different places. And so I grabbed some other ones and it was only this one particular download that was available that had everything with that dot wave file. So somebody, uh, and, and you know, I think, um, I think also uh, Alexandra Bruce, who I think we have a mutual friend there with her. Yeah. She was the one when we were, when she did the article for us or about her discovery, she actually brought that up that it seemed to her that someone must have wanted that because it was so unusual, the, the lack of the finishing of production. And so we have to agree with her that this was somebody on the inside, probably somebody in the production end of it. And they wanted folks to know that there's a weapon in there. So that's the long answer to your question there that no matter where you're, listening and watching this movie from whether it's on netflix or whether you have any any source is going to have that weapon in it for sure well she should know because she has a deep background in media i mean she used to work for mtv and different things and did production and so she's just not usual but do you think other movies have it in two or do you think this is one big initial experiment no i think it's think other movies have it too i mean we just discovered it yeah you know, we've heard a lot of scary noises and music and sounds in movies before, but this one, this was just so blatant in your face. I mean, the noise that they play for one minute and 16 seconds, it, it's a horrible blaring sound. Yeah. And um, that's a long time to play that in a movie. So that's why we looked at the audio files just to see if we could find something in it. And lo and behold, yeah, there it well, was. That, and there's big clues in the movie as well. And you said you haven't watched it yet. If you're going to watch it, <laughs> if you're going to watch it, the second that you hear that they play that, those the, there's two instances in the in the movie where in the storyline they get attacked by a weapon. And, it, it, and we're telling you it is a definite weapon. So when it comes to that, mute it. When it yeah. comes to that part, you should mute it and not put yourself through that. But they've been using horrific uh, ideas in movies and in video games for a long time. I remember years ago, year I mean, over 10 years ago, there was a particular video game and we were uh, mm -hmm. listening to somebody who actually ended up quitting the, the job that he had because they were taking audio, going to a slaughterhouse and taking audio from these animals being slaughtered and they were using that actual audio in the video game during the kill scenes. And that was over 10 yeah. years ago. That's awful. I mean, this is, yeah, it's yeah. really awful. It's really awful. There are, you know, we just did a, a live stream a little bit ago about the stages of spiritual awakening and awareness. And that's one of the things is all of us on the, we call it the right hand path, all of us with love and care in our heart and a, and a connection to our creator. We also, unfortunately, in some ways it's unfortunate, we also tend to be naive. Uh, There's true. a certain naivety about, about evil and you really have to do like what you've done, Sarah, and what Bonnie and I have done. You have to go out and research and look and get involved in the information. And, you know, then that's when you get your, your eye full of the fact that there are uh, another group of beings here, uh, whatever you want to call them, that are definitely evil. They do not like us. They do not like mankind. And they've been up to some pretty nasty stuff for a very, very long time. And we're well, only just waking up. Well, you almost have to face that evil directly and see it directly to believe it. Right. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. And it changes well, yeah. your it changes your trajectory of what you do. And, sure. uh, and, I, and I think that's what's causing a lot of people to wake up is they've, they've seen it, right? They're starting to see it. And there's nothing more traumatic than seeing some of this evil that they can, the, the lows, how low these people will go. And you exactly. say they're not people, they're, I don't know, but they may, they're well, possessed cool. with energies. Yeah. Right. For us, for us, we've come to, to gnosis about 
what is typically known as the fallen angels and that whole it's sort of a biblical story but it's it's also has a lot of a lot of um ties into our reality at this point where you can see it and, and a lot more sources than just the bible when you really start to go down that rabbit hole the book of enoch for instance and the dead sea scrolls are a couple of sources as well that also complement that and so yeah we were struck with a non-human evil source a long time ago you could say it was alien as in not of mankind which the fallen are not of mankind but it's not the same sort of storyline as thinking that you know like like um what's that history channel the ancient aliens that sort of thing we think that that's malarkey the whole ancient alien perspective we we think that we are created by a creator and uh, we are mankind this earth the entire earth plane was made for all of us uh woman and mankind to be able to manifest beautiful reality here and then at some point these fallen some of the angels up there it's enoch says 200 of them uh were cast down into the earth and ever since then we've been being plagued with false history it's what's called his story the leader of the fallen being his and a lot of uh falseness uh propagated i think uh we were uh, uh unified mankind in peace and harmony with each other not at war until the fallen came here and taught us how to create weapons and do a whole lot of evil things and then it's it just started to propagate and now we find ourselves right here with a, a sort of connection between these evil ones at the top of the pyramid and mankind and they can be known as at the very tippy top of that pyramid you have the zionists are becoming more and more and more well-known and then secret societies especially the masonic society at the very top and that's sort of the connection between the human non-human uh, evil yeah i've done some pretty interesting interviews over the years with some of these people that have been in this cult you know the occult environments let's talk yeah. a little bit about your I and mean, it's 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 scary and so out there but this is they truly believe this stuff that they are propagating let's talk a little bit about your background before we dive more you you are uh moved to, you're now in south america um you're americans that moved there and you've been doing all this research tell us a little bit about yourself sure you want to sure okay well, um, for me, it's kind of been a lifelong journey. I'm a contactee, and ever since I was a little girl, started having experiences. Usually after I go to sleep at night, I will go out of body and go flying around, and I've met different multidimensional beings. And so that's been a big part of my life. And I've been aware of what I call the secret government because I experienced, um, in my early 20s, I experienced military abduction. And so that's another type of thing where it seemed like I was going out of body, but I'd end up in different underground bases and I saw a lot of things and learned a lot. Um, before I, you know, this was in 1990, you know, 1988, 1990, before I had a computer or the internet. So I knew a lot of this stuff already just from personal experience. But when John and I got together, it was about 2008, um, we started awakenvideo.org, our website, and just started researching mind control. And it's very difficult, you know, being um, a person with a good heart and having a lot of love in your heart to, to learn about these things and to comprehend it. This is real, this is really happening and there are evil people out there doing these things you can't really understand it if you're coming from a place of love and care because it you can't imagine that anybody could do these types of things but they do yeah. and then in i guess it was about 2012 we discovered uh, what we call digital mnemonic circles on television yeah. and the first time we saw them 
Experience the groundbreaking advancements of Leela's quantum technology, now backed by over 40 placebo-controlled studies conducted by elite institutions and renowned universities worldwide. This revolutionary technology surpasses previous achievements, as confirmed by prestigious organizations such as the Emoto Institute in Japan. Scientific investigations reveal that Leela's technology not only enhances blood health and circulation, but also neutralizes the adverse effects of electromagnetic fields, expedites wound healing, and elevates ATP production in human cells. Embrace the extraordinary benefits of Leela's tech as recognized and utilized by world-class athletes, esteemed functional medicine practitioners, and leading figures in the field of biohacking. Explore a range of transformative products from the heel capsule, shielding you from harmful EMFs, to the quantum block, allowing you to infuse frequencies into your cherished possessions. Dive into the realm of innovation and wellness at sarahwestall.com shop or by following the link below. Uh, we didn't have television at our house, but we were at a friend's house and the program they were watching kind of went to a black screen and then they had these spinning circles, circles within circles with information inside of it. And I recognized it as a magical pentacle from the Key of Solomon. Right. And so, you know, the Key of Solomon is, there's a number of books, there are magical grimoires that some of these satanic families of the Illuminati, they actually use these books um, to do some of their dark magic and they work with demons. So we started looking into this, <clears throat> these circles on television and that brought us to this, you know, mnemonic circles. And then we started doing presentations on that. It was definitely a, uh, a two-pronged attack. We had to, we found ourselves, once we discovered the mnemonic circles, we had to study mind control, which we were already sort of on board with and studying a lot of the stuff like your three-part series that you just did, Sarah, where you cover a lot of the the history behind it. And, you know, the since the advent of the CIA and then DARPA, they've been hard at work at, you know, basically uh, taking the mind apart, figuring out every little nuance and then how to manipulate it because they're so awesome and this is what they like love to do to us is they want to control us um i do have a uh a, a mnemonic really good one example if you wanted me to play it just for a second for you since we're talking about mnemonics i can switch over and show you that real quick if you like. sure and this like, maybe this isn't going to be doing anything bad is it i mean what is this what is the outcome of this one like have you figured out what they're trying to do with it yeah, well, this is a pretty major mnemonic circle. It has a bunch of sigil. That's what I started to say is that we had to, besides the mind control, we had to study dark magic. And we had to study uh, basically King Solomon's magic, the Solomon's Boesha, and how these mnemonic sigils actually function in the human mind. And so this mnemonic circle that I have here has all of those attributes. So... I mean, but, it, but you can show it to us without us being subjected to what they're trying to do is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, because I, I, I don't want to like, you know what I mean? Go ahead. What I'm is because it's also acoustic and it's the acoustic thing you can't really shut out. So I will, I can play it for you really quick at full screen and I'll just mute it because the acoustics are sort of like that movie, <laughs> sort yeah. of like leave the work behind. But what this will do is give your, audience everybody who sees this broadcast will give them a chance to go oh i recognize that okay so perfect that perhaps... show us yeah you got the shared screen so go ahead and show us cool i will flip that right over so describe what we're seeing as it's going because there's going to be a lot of people that are on audio only that are listening to this oh okay so this is just the precursor to it starting now here it is starting up and you can see, I'll pause it for one second just to point a few things out. What I just played was something that was designed for the human subconscious to pick up. We all know because of the Planck rate that the mind works at, like how fast your optic nerve can send messages to your brain, and therefore how fast your conscious mind can see things is much slower 
than your subconscious. Your subconscious sees everything and records everything. And the subconscious does not have anything in there to judge. So your subconscious mind doesn't know reality from falsehood. That's why if you go see murders taking place in Hollywood movies, your subconscious mind actually doesn't know the difference between the fake movie you're seeing and if you went and actually saw somebody being murdered. Your subconscious mind records it just as it sees it, which is why this is going off. There's a whole lot of tangents here, but this is why movies and television and these mnemonic sigils, like I just showed you, are part of trauma-based mind control. When your subconscious mind picks up things that it doesn't, that it, it can't deal with, like horrific murders, over-the-top sexual situations, things like that, your your mind hives that away your mind breaks off portions inside of itself to store that information and that's why we've seen like let's say you know most people can be on board with this let's say since the 40s or 50s in movies and television we've seen this 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 incline this steady increase in sex getting more and more and more visual more and more crazy in the movies and television and the violence like you probably remember as we do once upon the time on tv if someone got shot they had to just pretend they were shot and fall over and act like they were dead there's no blood and guts and you know nothing like that and now when you watch a movie and somebody gets shot there's blood spurting everywhere there's all the cgi effects to make it very realistic and this just makes your mind need to hive that away more and more and more and it's exactly the technique especially if you read uh uh fritz springmeyer's work that's a great go-to source on uh bless you that's a great go-to source for uh, understanding trauma-based mind control, MK Ultra, and these sort of things, uh, Project Mockingbird, all of these sort of things. And in that, if you're in a satanic family, they physically and mentally torture their own children to create this hive mind. And also I might add on the, on the, on the, spiritual side of it while they're doing this mk ultra torture uh trauma-based mind control to these individuals they're also praying and calling in demons so i would i would suggest everybody look at the work of jay parker who is a former satanic family member as a child and then broke away from that and he's been in several of the free your mind conferences talking about his experiences and how the satanic families operate. And so since we're not all part of the satanic network, these satanists the, at the top here needed to get into the homes and perform trauma-based mind control somehow. And this is the somehow through television and, and all the scrying mirrors at this point. And now cell phones, of course. So all of this, all of the technology that's inside of the devices, like the television and all scrying mirrors, the cell phones, all of that, that technology pulses you and does, there's a litany of US patents that you can look up about mind control and how the device itself uses different forms of, of uh, technology to pulse you and change your behavior, change your mood and all that. But then it's also about what you see on the scrying mirror as well. So the imagery, the sex, the violence, the mnemonic circles. And we discovered the mnemonic circles way back in 2012. So we're talking, you know, at least at least 12, 13 years now, they've been hard at it. And there's even newer forms of the mnemonics that they've been using as well. well so I wanted it's, to, yeah, it's, it's, it's out there. I wanted to uh, talk a little bit when you were talking about, so people can put some uh, proof behind this credibility and a lot of people who have never experienced uh evil spirits or um it's a, another entity shall i say or you know other energies there was a uh doctor valerie hunt at ucla during the 80s that was using this blue dye to measure energies uh energy around us and she was able to man measure love and love is the most powerful energy that was ever measured but they took that that dye it was called di dyson whatever i have it on my website 
And yeah. yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. And they made it above top secret. And the reason why is because with that, you can see these other energies. I've also talked yes. to people who've been studying frequency and people who um, can detect frequencies can detect these, these other entities. So it's not, yes. it's been proven through science that these things exist. It's just all of that is heavily censored and covered up. But the people I've talked to have have definitive proof that these exist i don't think they're all evil i think there's a combination at least that's what people i've talked to but there surely right. are evil and evil is it's kind of like if you were a cow you would see the human race as evil probably right because we kill them and slaughter them and whatever sure. we're not any us, different than that go ahead i think for us the proof is in this there is very obviously and very clearly there is a group of individuals that are often known as the elites, right? There's definitely a tiny population that's controlling the rest of us. That's clear and very evident. The proof is out there many, many ways. Those individuals, they not only believe in, in the demonic realm, they pray to it. They use and openly discuss this, that they use this demonic realm to empower themselves, to uh, give themselves the position that they're in, this demonic realm. Well, and so that, I think, the reason I brought this up, hold on, I don't mean to cut you off. The reason I brought it up, because I want you to finish your thought, was that mm -hmm. it's not just their religious cult. Because some people think of their religion, they're just making stuff, they're just um, have fantasies and they make it up and it's not real. It's just this religious right. weirdo cult. For instance, but there like is, but there's evidence that these demon, these other entities exist. Keep going. I'm sorry. Right, right. right. And even like the dye you were talking about, that dye was also the very first usage of um, night vision goggles in the military back during the Vietnam War. The very first night vision goggles they created, they used that diacin uh, dye, which is now illegal, a dye. It's just a dye. Top but secret. Yeah. Yeah, you can get your hands on it in the United States. And if you put that between two pieces of glass, you see this other realm that exists here in Middle Earth with us. It's uh, our realm, and then there's this demonic realm that's in the well, same channel, basically. If they but were using were... it, they were using it during Vietnam War, so were these soldiers seeing all this stuff and were freaking that's what out? I was say. Yeah. The, the prototype only, they weren't giving them to all the soldiers, the prototype only was given out to a handful of of individuals on, on the battlefield. And one of the stories that came forward full circle was a, a particular flight that took place of these Huey helicopters. And the pilots and the gunner had these newfangled, at the time, newfangled night vision goggles with the diocene dye in it. And the gunner started opening fire, nearly shot another helicopter that were flying in formation with them. And they're like, what are you doing? And they yanked him off the gun, and the other guy put the guy's night vision goggles on. And sure enough, they could see three or four of these demons, these creatures, flying along with the helicopters. And that's what this guy was shooting at. And of course, he's shooting right through them because they, they can actually see us plain as day, but we cannot see them without the use of that that diacine dye and maybe there might be other ways as well sure well they you know their reasoning is from what i heard this they don't want us to see this other realm but i'm not sure if the average person is ready to accept that there's all this around us it would it probably would right. freak everybody out but it's important another, that we know little, so we can do something right right another little tiny piece of evidence i wouldn't call it proof but a lot of people have seen what in in the pandemic sort of community those of us who know uh, you know, what's really going on with the fake CV-19 and the genocide jabs and all of that. Um, there's this these individuals, they're kind of called spinners amongst us. They're the ones who often you'll see, even see the, uh, like if they're caught on a security camera or something like that, you'll even see their cell phone flash first. And then they begin spinning and looking up and some of them are like, batting their hands like they see something flying around them and they're very clearly terrified and then they keel over dead i don't know if you're familiar with that but there's dozens of these individuals now caught yeah where well, they would just like spin around so what do you think they were seeing what were you yeah i think they're i think they're 
there's the veil is lifted at death or at the moment before death. And that's why they're batting in the air often too. They're seeing these demons flying around them. And again, the demons can always see us and we just are unable in our tiny little light spectrum that our eyeballs see, we can't really pick up on them. But there are people like you mentioned who are sensitive to that and can feel when entities, not just demons either, but when good spirits are around and there's a lot that we can't see, you know, and that's pretty, pretty easy to explain when you see the, uh, the whole light spectrum and the little bit that our eyeballs pick up it sort of makes common sense that we can't see everything that's out there well the scientists are all now seeing it that have access to these tools they they know it exists because they see it and well Mm -hmm. you have the intuitives that can feel it and stuff but they now that we understand frequency better it's starting to be more norm especially in the scientific communities in certain circles they can measure it and see it Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, which is incredible. Okay, what do you think about the, this is a little off topic, but not really. What do you think of the fact that night vision goggles, um, infrared goggles can see all sorts of aircraft flying in at night that we don't even know exists? Same we had a concept. pair. Before you we had left a pair. Interesting. We had a $3,000 yeah. NG3 top notch the same stuff they were using in the military at the time we couldn't bring them here to uruguay because it's illegal to it's a federal offense to take that equipment outside the united states but we would go out regularly on our balcony at night and we would see the most amazing stuff that we actually started that because of uh may his soul rest in peace ed grimsley uh, who I don't know if you're familiar with that name or not, but back in the day, Ed Grimsley was one of the first ones. He lived out west in the United States, and he would get whole groups of people together with these night vision goggles, and they would just have a a show every night they went out. It's it's doesn't matter when you, you go see? out. Did you see big flying so things that are, are in, big flying saucers and and ships that are not that don't look like helicopters and airplanes? I mean, they look like alien craft. We would see a lot, there was a lot of activity that you could not see with, with the naked eye. Mostly it was, it looked like little white lights flying around. They'd just be zipping back and forth. And sometimes you'd see one come up and it's break off into three parts and go in different directions. Yeah. And we've even seen, it's crazy. It's just like a base or something, a yeah. stationary base that's with a just up there. And it would have little craft like circling around wow. it. Yeah. Actually, shot like laser lights at it, and it would flash back at us. Yes. It was always in the so, same that's spot. That's a phenomenon that's happening with other folks now too, with the green yeah. lasers. That's actually something you can see other people doing. But if you can yeah. see that with the night goggles, it that is in our our frequency that we can see, and we just can't see them at night. Or do you think it's think that's it's the different reality. dimensional? No, I think that's our reality. Our reality. How come the, how are they hiding it from the average person? How are those lights being only available for you when you're wearing those goggles? Do you know the science behind that? Yeah, it's mostly in the infrared in our eyes on their own. The naked eye doesn't see the infrared spectrum. So you have to have the goggles on and then you see it all. The beacon that Bonnie was talking about, we watched that particular one and you could see, (coughs) excuse me, you could see the flash of the beacon with the naked eye, but when you put the night vision goggles on it, and it was, it was, it was, I don't like to use the word geostationary because that implies we're spinning around and I don't believe in any of that, but it was always in the same location in the night sky for over a week. Mm-hmm. And we would see this thing flashing with the naked eye. When you put the night vision goggles on, you could see these little, so it was way far out, but you could make out the little lights coming, leaving and going to it, flying around it. Mm-hmm. One night in particular, we put the night vision on and looked in that general direction. And I saw nothing but stars, right? Stars. And then four or five of them all of a sudden at the same time moved. Wow. All of a sudden, all so, of them moved. Five, four or five of them is. So this is the secret space program. So much of this is just human beings doing this. Absolutely. Uh, How much of it is not human beings? Because I've heard, so, and I'm just 
a messenger here because I don't know the truth. I've been told that these beings are just different dimensional be beings and there isn't aliens. And I've been told that there are aliens from outer space. And then I've been told that there's aliens from different dimensions from outer space. I mean, there's all these different elements. Do you believe mm -hmm. they're just different dimensional? It kind of sounds like that's more where you're at. It seems to be that they are multidimensional. And sometimes they are here with us, like on a different frequency, so we can't really see them unless we happen to be on the same frequency as them. But yeah, I think mostly they're multidimensional. Yeah. Are they are they the way, way advanced compared to us? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Some, some. The way we look at it is rather than the model of infinite space, infinite universe, infinite planets flying all over the place. Uh, we think that we live in an enclosed world with a firmament in a flat plane with terrain, and that this physical world is built on the sacred geometry of the flower of life. That's why you see in all of nature, all of the real world, the real earth, I should say, the created earth in all plants and flowers and everything from nature. That's why you always see that particular flower of life uh sacred geometry but that it would make sense that if this one was based on that that there would be other earths other worlds but in this same location on different frequencies based on other templates besides that and so i feel that these other beings are coming through frequencies to visit us here but it's not about traveling from a distant planet or some distant star because that doesn't really exist everything is very close what we've been and just like we we're taught to call our creator god which is dog spelled backwards we're also uh trained by these fallen to call the angelic realm these beautiful lights in the sky stars and star spelled backwards is rats so you kind of start to get the, you know, there's a whole bunch more in the Masonic language of English, all of these different clues that show you that we've been taken over and put into a, a tiny box, pigeonholed into a box and given very little of true reality to grasp onto. And that's why, as we say, as everybody uh, says, wake up, right? Wake up. That means we're asleep. We're somehow unconscious to the truth outside of this little box we've been pigeonholed into. And that's what a portion, we call it the right-hand path. That's what a portion of us are doing right now. This is the time it happens over and over and over again. This, as the indigenous tell us, all of the indigenous on the plane tell us, this is the fourth world. And we're experiencing, as the Vedas from India tell us, we're experiencing the Kali Yuga right now, which is the final stage of this fourth world. And, the ending of this world, the end days. And that's where we are right now. And this always happens towards the end. The portion who have love and care in their heart, who still have a connection to creator, to source, we wake up. We talk amongst each other. We do exactly what we're doing right now, Sarah. We ask each other questions. We get information from each other. And then we begin to see the light again. And we wake, we wake up. Well, and I think the seeing these frequencies and seeing being able to see it is why the die was made above top secret. People aren't able to see it. If we were able to see this, people would wake up a lot quicker. But but we need to put it into a perspective that's good for humanity because it would freak people out. It could be very chaotic, which is what's happening right now. Everything is so chaotic. So it takes discernment and wisdom so that we can put this in the right context to help humanity mm -hmm. move forward in a way that's not destructive. Um, but right. yeah, right. And it's complicated because we don't even really know who we are or what we are. And we're all trying to figure that out. That's the amnesia that was given to us. And, I think a big part of what they're doing, because we know like, um, well, the largest machine on this earth plane is CERN, and they have openly stated, I forget the guy's name, the former director, Ser Sergio, I think somebody, he openly stated that they're trying to open a portal between dimensions. So they are literally, you know, and all of that's also, again, not Christians, but all of that is very biblical this opening of a door that cannot be opened, and once it's open, it cannot be shut. A lot of a lot of folks think that's exactly what they're talking about. Now, in this day and age, we have these, I call them mad scientists. They're absolutely maniacs. 
at CERN, they've already caused the Mandela effect, which I'm sure you're familiar with. And that is across the whole world, they've changed massive things about our reality already. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. So, well, I, I think, think it would uh, go ahead. I think the controllers, the reason why, and the gall to have something like this die, that is something we know if we had the availability of this, we could simply put it between two planes of glass and see our reality, the gall to make that illegal and to cut off humanity from accessing that. It's not because they're trying to protect us, it's because they're trying to keep us as naive as possible so that they can make the ending of this, which is not supposed to be scary, they're trying to develop it into something horrific. Hence Project Bluebeam, CERN, the list goes on. The, all the mind control, the CIA, the FBI, all of these individuals involved in compartmentalized compartmentalized aspects of it. So no individual one sees the whole picture so they don't run away from it and realize they're involved in something completely evil. Well, but the die eliminates the need to even open up a portal, right? I mean, if we are, they're all here, why do we have to open up a portal? I don't understand right. why I would even do something like that. It's it's mad science. Hard to know mad science. Yeah. Go ahead, Bob. Why are so much of that? There's so much of that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard for us to understand what their reasoning is, but I feel like these people, uh, well, the ones at, top, at the top that are controlling everything, I believe they are non-human. And so we can't really comprehend like, what is the reasoning? It seems like madness to us. But I think they have an agenda. You know? Well, if that's their if that's their kind and they want their kind to join them in this realm, that kind of makes sense, right? But because we would want that if we went to another realm and there's just fun, we'd want the rest of the people to join us. So maybe if you look at it that way, I don't know. Some people believe, and I this is something I believe, is that we're some of us are protected that we have oh, yeah. spirits around us that protect us. What do you think of that? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, everything is frequency in this place and we each have our own personal resonance. If you're in a higher frequency and you have love in your heart, then you are protected. Yeah, it's like a bubble of protection around you. Doesn't mean that you're not going to see and experience crazy things, but you do certainly have a level of protection. And even though there are demons flying around, there's also angels flying around. You know, it all depends what frequency you're on, uh, what you experience. I think we're all sent here. Our souls are sent here when we when we become incarnate uh, in the flesh. Our souls are sent here with a. Uh, guardian angel if you will but a separate being that comes here with you and if you're familiar with janice barcello she is a good friend of ours she's did a lot of work uh concerning western birthing and how it matches up point for point for point with a satanic ritual a trauma-based mind control from you know slapping the bit first of all the baby comes into the world everybody's masked just like the satanic ritual the slapping the injection of all the needles, the blood test on the bottom of the foot. And then for us lucky males, we get part of, without any anesthesia, we get part of our penis chop. And that sends us into immediate anaphylactic shock. So I'm sure. So the whole purpose I've come to know that the whole purpose of the Western medicine, satanic ritual of birthing is to be able to introduce your chakra system to a demonic being who also stays with you through your whole life here but just like everything that the satanists do here is a mimicry of the creator so the creator sends us here with our own guardian angel you've seen it in the cartoons since you're a kid right our own guardian angel on one shoulder and then through the satanic abuse of being born here we're introduced to this demonic being who is also with you through your whole life and then that's hence why this place has become so dualistic. Well, the, the males, not- the males deal with a lot more trauma than females do. I mean, with that procedure, a lot of people are are not not only not wanting to do the procedure anymore, but if they do, they want the the little ones to be under anesthesia so they don't feel it. I think that's yeah, probably making a difference. 
I just can't believe we've, we did that. You know what? I was so ignorant back when I had a child, I never would have let my little one have to deal with that kind of torture. Right. You know, and right. so people are waking well, up to if, that. Right. And if, if everyone knew like parents is a pair of persons who rent their kid from birth, that's parent. If more people understood your straw man, the SESUKV Trust, the Triple Crown of the Vatican, the center of all dark magic, they would know better than to sign their baby away on the birth certificate that literally is signing your baby into the all caps, which is called Capitus Diminutio Maxima in Latin, where you sign, where you have your name in all caps. That birth certificate signed by the parents is what starts the whole process of that child's enslavement. And no loving parent in their right mind if they knew all of this was real and they knew it was all satanic contract magic they would never sign the birth certificate they would probably be having their baby at home and not be around any of these infected doctors and nurses well the world so, the overton window is shifting right because a lot of this yeah. if you if i listened to this show 10 years ago i would have thought you guys were just insane whack jobs. I mean, being honest. Right, right. And the, yeah, I mean, it's just what the heck? These guys are nuts. But the Overton window is shifting. So people are starting to realize. I, that's why I like to talk about the science behind this stuff so that people who encounter this as much concrete evidence as possible so that people who encounter it don't just write it off. Right, right. right. Like, like, for instance, you can track back in history the SESUKV Trust, the fact that the first country who signed it into law was the UK as as London was burning in 1666 so 1666 is when the UK signed the SESUKV trust into law making the whole setting up the whole straw man thing there so it, i mean there's a, a, a history that you can follow there's the contracts that you can read about. You can go into the court systems. I've done that, all of that work. Uh, and figuring out about your straw man, uh, your trust that goes into the, um, the Treasury Department and how you're traded. You're, the red number on your Social Security card is a mm -hmm. CUSIP number that you can literally look up. It's also on your birth certificate, a CUSIP number. You can literally look up your name in all caps and see that you, your soul, basically, that you have been being traded on the stock market. And you, there's also ways to access that money. And some people have had luck at that. So if all of this was false or some kind of, you know, conspiracy theory, we've all been pigeonholed into that mentality of saying that word. It, if it was just hogwash, you wouldn't have any of these facts to even lean on. That's and it's right. all right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And but it, people are starting to wake up to some of this weirdness that's out there. Yeah. Where what made you move to down to South America? Well, um, I guess it was 2014. Well, right before that, we started. Well, partly because of the research that we were doing, but we were learning a lot about what was happening in the United States and just, well, the chemtrails were a big one. That was a we'd, real big one. We'd part. go out. We lived in Indiana at the time, and we had a nice yard and a deck overlooking the yard. And we try to go outside, and you have a nice lunch or something on the deck. And the planes would come over and start spraying like grid patterns. And clearly, these weren't like normal flights. You know, they must have been military or something. But yeah, it got really bad where we we would get up really early in the morning just to try to be able to see the sun for a little while before the sky was blotted out. So we yeah. learned about chemtrails and I think, I think also a lot of it was understanding by studying the mind control, we started observing that people were under this mind control. Yeah. And the chemtrails are a very good example because it's something that anybody can study what a contrail is. Those are real also. And the contrail is the water molecules that come out of the back of the engine as you know a normal reaction to the exhaust of the engine and they freeze for a moment. And that's why a true contrailing exists for a, mo a brief moment and then it dissipates. But this is something different and there's many ways to observe that it's a, 
a chemical trail that broadens out and then all, and that's why they put in the grid pattern because it all sort of skews together over time and then you just have this layer blocking out the sun so you can see that there's a science to it there's been many countries for a long time now way back in 2012 the german military admitted that yeah we're chemtrailing you they called it chemtrailing so it's the facts have all been there for a long time but that was a real good one because we could try to talk to folks about it and see them shut down, see their eyes glaze over or them like look at their friend, like these people, like you said, like these people are nutty bars, you know? And so that for us was like, wow, if all of these folks, even people in our own families are that tuned out to reality, are that shut down and quite frankly, mind controlled, then we want to get out of here. We want to find someplace that's safer and that hopefully they're not chemtrailing doing all these other things and there is a real centrifuge of evil in the united states we find it especially in washington dc the city state same as the vatican same as the city state of london as well this this triangle yeah renette zenham is somebody really great who's been really digging into the chemtrails and the geoengineering with with really good scientists pointing out who's doing it great detailed work so that they can distinguish the difference between just a contrail that because she says that there's a certain segment that when the weather is at a certain point a certain you know a certain height in the sky that the contrail can can be until it till the temperature drops or it goes hot, I'm sorry, it gets warmer, it'll melt. But in general, it creates this long contrail and they have a, the ability to distinguish the difference. I really mm-hmm. welcome people to go look at their science and they are right on, they're great and they're serious people. And they've been actually suing these companies. They're going after the low hanging fruit that, cause this is all tied to carbon credits and it's their method of trying to control us with carbon credits. And there's also, I did a, a paper on uh, a report on showing the government programs that are involved in creating snow and water and there's a lot of paid paid programs going on through the government mm-hmm. sure another good source that's been around for ages is carnicom.com and this fellow uses all science and he shows that um, one of the effects of all of these decades and decades of of chemtrailing has produced, has changed our environment, our atmosphere into a plasma, which goes hand in hand when you start doing deep research into holograph technology and Project Bluebeam. That's basically the main reason why they must have done that, why they've changed the atmosphere. And you'll remember, as we do, uh, the saying as we were children growing up, the great blue yonder don't that's been that saying has even been sort of whitewashed from memory pretty good but people used to say that the great blue yonder because if you were on a big hill or out in a field and you could see a long way you would see this beautiful blue yonder all the way to that to the horizon you could see blue and now any day every single day no matter where you are in this whole earth even we have a mountain that's just behind us here. We've been up on top of the mountain a few times as well. But you do a 360 anywhere where you can see the distance, the horizon, it's white. The great blue yonder hasn't been around for decades. So I don't know. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of proof. There's all, all one needs to do is, as we say, wake up a little bit and actually go digging. Go, go do the stuff or, or there's folks, lots and lots of folks like us. And you're aware of a lot of individuals, Sarah, who have done the legwork. We've done the, the research into the science, just like we did for Leave the World Behind. There is ample amounts of scientific literature from these mad scientists who write everything down and they make these papers for each other to uh, review. And it's all right there the science is right there the these mad scientists have been experimenting with how to control people with acoustics and visuals for again for decades mm-hmm. so well, we're I at also, the pinnacle oh go ahead when obama when obama was president mm-hmm. in 2013 he started this program with darpa called elect rx <clears throat> and that's when they started using sonogenetics 
they were already using optogenetics, which is with light frequency, um, but they started using sound frequency also. And um, so we do have a, a tab here that we can show from DARPA. Yeah, go it's ahead. A, Just walk yeah. through it so the people on audio can hear it too. All right. Okay, you scroll up to the top. So we're at the DARPA website. It says, President Obama highlights new DARPA program aimed at developing novel therapies customized to individual patients. It's the ElectRx program. And if we scroll down a little bit, I think it might be the third paragraph or so. Um, okay, they're talking about acoustic, uh, acoustic, electromagnetic, and optical um, devices. So they're, you know, this is DARPA. They they create weapons. Obama created this program, the ElectRx program, so they could use sonar genetics. And we've got another tab here that we can open about sonar genetics. Go ahead. I think it's this one. Yeah. So, um, no, let's go to the Salk Institute. Yeah, that one. This is the Salk Institute, and it says, in a first for sonogenetics, researchers control mammalian cells with sound. Salk researchers pinpoint a sound-sensitive mammalian protein that lets them activate brain, heart, or other cells with ultrasound. So what they're saying here in the sonogenetics research is that, well, when they first started, back in about 2015, they were working with worms. And they were able to use ultrasound on worms, and the worms have a certain gene that allowed them to use the ultrasound and control their behavior, their physical movement. So they tried to do this with animals, cats, monkeys, guinea pigs, you know. They weren't able to find a gene within the animals, these small animals, to do it. So they were like, well, let's inject them with the genes from the worms. <laughs> Maybe that will let us control them. Um, but that didn't work. So they went to humans and they actually had human volunteers uh, who signed up for this, but they studied every gene in the human body to find one that would allow them to use the ultrasound to manipulate their neurons, their nervous system. They finally did find the gene. And it may be in this if we scroll down. I have a, I'm gonna switch this back over then. <clears throat> okay, so this is the, um, you know, the researchers Salk Institute scientist. And if we scroll down a little bit, I believe it's a little farther down next to this picture here. Uh, it says, yes, it's the TRPA1 gene inside of humans that allows them to control human genes. However, they weren't able to do this in the brain yet. That's the real goal was for them to do this inside the brain. So this one, um, this one paragraph here says, let's see, I'm not seeing it. So what they were hoping to do was to find a they found the gene that they needed. They need to get this in the brain now. Okay, we can go back to us. Okay. So are they injecting the brain or the that into the brain or are they trying to because my research shows that there's too many frequencies. Every they can't they want a simple solution and there isn't a simple solution because there's well, multiple frequencies that work for different people. Right. And that's the problem. That's a protective mechanism for us, but they're trying to figure out all the different frequencies out. Right. Well, what they wanted to do was that they said their next step was to create a man-made virus that they could use as a drug delivery method. And they would insert this gene inside of the virus, inject the virus into people, and this virus would be able to cross the blood-brain barrier and then open up and deliver this gene into the brain. So they'd be able to manipulate the neurons inside of the brain. And they were saying, well, it's it's so we can help people without well, doing it's surgery. It's always that. It's all BS. We're here to help you. Yeah, right. People who have Parkinson's or dementia, you know, some type of thing going on with the brain, we want to be able to help them without 
cutting their heads open. So, but they said that their goal, their goal in 2019 was to create a man-made virus that would act as a drug delivery method to get this gene inside of the brain, to cross the blood-brain barrier. And I think they pretty well did that with the COVID vaccine. Right. That's exactly right. And is that what you think that we're seeing just so much more dementia and people not being able to think. Dr. Three Rivers says, because he has a, his practice, he's a medical professional. He says that a lot of people that he sees now are seeing shrinkage in their brain up to 15% and they're seeing it in a lot of patients. Sure. Sure. It's not necessarily because COVID, the, 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 I call it the genocide jab. That's sort of fairly recent to our bodies, but and that's sort of the point about what she's saying here. These mad scientists want to do all this crazy stuff for our benefit, right, to stop or to cure dementia patients and Alzheimer's patients. But it's it's very elementary. It's very easy to see that if we weren't drinking out of aluminum cans, soft metal cans, if we weren't cooking in aluminum cookware, and if we weren't uh, uh, drinking fluoride, if, if there was a change in our environment made that way, people wouldn't be getting dementia and Parkinson's. All yeah. of that comes from metals being in your body and crossing the aluminum, crossing the blood-brain barrier. But these mad scientists aren't interested. They're not saying a peep about changing our environment so others don't get that. They're just focused in, and the reason why they're focused in is because all these mad scientists are also heavily compartmentalized. So they only get to, they all have blinders on like this, so they don't see the nutrition side or the the right. fluoride side or any of that. They're just so pigeonholed into their little narrow spectrum. And then, of course, the ones at the top, like the uh, Fauci's of the world, for instance, they know full well what the plan is they know full well what the genocide jab really is and the nanotech and the graphene and all the stuff that we now know scientifically is in there thanks in part to uh, our friends in spain at la quinta columna which i'm sure you're familiar with but doing all the work with testing and scientific taking scientific measures and testing all the vaccinated blood and the vaccine okay tell us again what your website is and we'll go from there Okay, awakenvideo.org. Also, Awaken Video on Rumble is the place where you'll see all of our latest things, and it's more uh, a timely place to go. Every Friday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard, we do our live stream from there. And Bonnie's site for contactees and abductees is alienabductionhelp.com. Okay, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you Thank very you, much, Sarah. Sarah. We appreciate it, too.